What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Juvie Podcast. Night, before I tell them what we're going to do today, what should they do? I'm not going to tell them today. I'm just going to ask them. Okay. You guys, if you're listening on any audio platforms, listen, I ask for a few things. All I ask. So if you're listening on Spotify, scroll to the top of the page, hit the follow button. Make sure this episode's downloaded. If you guys, you guys are like, dude, why do you tell us every week to download the episode? I'm not going to listen to this off Wi-Fi. Listen, it takes you about five seconds. And the only reason we ask for you to do it is because it really helps our show. Helps us grow. If you guys are like, we want bigger guests, you can help us do that by growing the show. When we pitch to guests, we have to tell them, excuse me, what our numbers look like. Yeah. And you guys can help those numbers go up. So please, 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 if you're listening on any audio platform, do that. Leave us a written review. Even if you're like, I just want to leave a review about this episode. Or even if you just want to say, cool podcast. It doesn't matter. It helps a ton. If you guys are watching on YouTube, that little app, and you're looking at us on this beautiful set today, you guys, all I ask is that you hit the subscribe button. Don't share this video if you don't want to. Hit the notification bell if you want to. And today, we're going to be some unqualified therapists. We sure are. Yeah, and if you wonder why we sound a little bit congested, it is still uh, allergy season. Night is struggling. These allergies are whooping my butt. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm doing fine. I don't really get affected by allergies too much, but we've got two allergy-ified boys in the studio right now. And you guys, this is our last recording of the pre-recording session and it feels like we're going to be out of here for a while. And yeah. Know, you guys will be seeing us every week, but we're still in May, and dude, these allergies have been whooping me. Literally yeah. whooping me. All right, so how'd you come up with this reception idea? Well, I was thinking last night. We have done lots of times where we've put up a story saying, what do you guys want us to talk about on this episode? What do you think would be entertaining? Today, I thought we should ask what you guys are struggling with. And what you guys need help with, what you feel like you could use some advice on. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And we want to preface very, very clearly. We have no degrees in this. None. We have no anything in this. We're When we say giving you advice, we mean like, okay, we're probably going through similar things. So we just want to talk about it more. Have a conversation about it. If you can pull some advice from what we're talking about, then amazing. But yeah. I want to be very, very clear. We're not professionals in this field. This is all perspective, not based out of experience or profession. But... We sent out an Instagram story. A bunch of you guys sent in some stuff. We're going to be picking a few of them, going over them. Do you want me yeah. to start with the first one? Yeah, let's do it. And also, uh, a little quick, another preface. Yeah. Um, With all of these, or with, with a few of these, they're all stuff that we have struggled with in the past. So right. we're only going to be talking out of experience. Um, And we're going to be very clear. If we're still going through it, then we're still going to talk about it like that. We're not going to sit here on the hot seat and be like, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, we'll start from the top. One of our listeners sent in, they're having a hard time staying motivated. This is something we both struggle with, so we'll talk about this for a few minutes. It's one of the biggest struggles a person can have, is staying motivated to keep doing what they do uh, to support themselves. I think a lot of what staying motivated comes out of is just like, I think it's easy to stay motivated in something that you're constantly excited about. Yeah. I think when unmotivation usually comes out of when you've lost interest, lost love, you're less interested in pursuing it. For sure. But I think where it's probably more realistic is the thing is that you don't necessarily have a choice on. Yeah. So if you're unmotivated with school, it's like, oh, okay, you don't have a choice. You got to go. Got to do it. So where do you find motivation in that field? Yeah, that's that's where it gets hard for a lot of people, and that's where it was hard for me in school. I had no motivation to do school at all. My only motivation was finish. Just get it done. Yeah. Because if you, if you just grind a little bit extra now – you'll be able to get it done quicker. And that's what I did, especially with homeschool. You Obviously, in regular school, you can't do that. It's going to take the same amount of time yeah. either way. But with homeschool, if you just work a little bit extra, 
you can get done quicker. That's what I did. That's what kept me motivated. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, like, you know, what did I do that helped me move past? I think a lot of it is just looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. Like, thinking about, okay, like, I got to do this now so in the future I can do X, X, Y, and Z. And so I think staying motivated, and it's also, like, let's let's not even talk about something that's forced. Let's talk about maybe it's, like, a sport. Yeah. Or it's, like, um, say you signed up for an internship over the summer, and you're not – it's a hard time staying motivated. I think before you decide to quit, before you decide I'm fully unmotivated, have a backup plan. Because I think what a lot what happens to a lot of teenagers, and this happened to me, is like, whenever you're the task in front of you, you become unmotivated. And all of a sudden, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, and then you quit or you stop, and yeah. then nothing. Yeah. So it's like while you still have this consistency over there, line up something else, get something else going. So when you quit, it's straight over here to that. Because I think sure. what happens is people people get unmotivated, they start to do nothing. Yeah. And I think. That leads to more unmotivation compared to finding something that you love doing. Yeah. And then your motivation – I think motivation is something that sparks. So when you For love sure. doing it, you're going to have a lot more motivation to get it done. Yeah, because when you stop doing something and you're doing nothing, laziness becomes the thing over everything. So yeah. you get so used to doing nothing that once you have to do something, you've got no motivation to do it. Yeah, I've said this before on the show, but I think when teenagers don't know what to do, they do nothing. Yeah. And you know what that leads to? Nothing. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like that that in-between of like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. And the truth is, there's nothing you're supposed to be doing. There is no right answer. That's yeah. the thing. And that's what I think a lot of people get choked up on is like, there's nothing that you are like supposed to be doing. There, I- That's not a thing. It's like, okay, what's the next step? That's what I always For like sure. to think about it. Like, okay, I want to go to the NBA, say, but I'm not even close to there. Okay, I need to get really good at high school basketball first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the the steps you have to take. And so, like, for someone that, like, maybe has un- no motivation because they don't know what they want to do, there's always something that you love doing. Whether it's anything from playing video games to going on runs, I'm a firm believer in you can make a career out of anything you love doing. Yeah. So, right now, you know you can definitely make a career out of gaming. Do you want to be a runner? I would say start making running content. Start getting running sponsorships. Like, yeah. I'm very, very convinced that no matter how small the niche is, there's always an audience for it. You see it on TikTok. Anything from people organizing their fridges to cleaning their windows to horseback riding. Yeah. If those people can all make careers, so can you. That's yeah. what I like to think about. Literally. Like, if you see someone on TikTok making a, making a living off origami, say, like, yeah. you can do anything. And these are all real examples. Like Yeah, literally. True. Like you you really can do anything you set your mind to. I believe that if you want to do something, you can do it. If yeah, you just so if you commit yourself to that. I think when it comes to the motivation side of things, I think it's like if it's something you have to do, you're forced, you don't have an option, then it's a good time to learn persistence and it's a good time to learn toughing through it and just figuring it out. Yeah. I think if it's something you're not forced to do, make a backup plan for sure and get it done. Yeah. All right, we're gonna be going up and down between like funny and not, so let's we'll go yeah. back and forth. We'll move into the second one. All right, uh, body image slash slash life aesthetic, quote unquote. That's interesting. Okay, um, let me think about this one. Do you have an answer? Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I think most people struggle with is how they perceive themselves, how they think other people perceive them, what they want their life to look like when it doesn't necessarily look like what they want it to. Uh, it's a really, it's a big mountain. Is that what they time. mean by life aesthetic? Like I think so. Like what, what their life looks like <laughs> to other people. Okay. Um, and like body image, obviously that's, that's an easy one. That's like everybody, I don't know anybody who hasn't struggled with that in the past at some point. Even if you're over it, there's people, every single person struggles with how they look sometimes. What I think what like, and interesting is I'll talk about it from the other perspective. So I've, I, my whole life, I've very, I've always been like on the skinnier side. I've never had to deal with gaining weight. So I think. 
there's like I, I can't talk on that side of things but i also think like people forget that there's also like a body image thing with people that can't gain weight yeah. i only struggled with it very lightly and i'm fortunate for that because i know there's a lot of people that really really struggle with that i feel for you i don't have the answers to that because i haven't actually directly dealt with it but i'll yeah. give some like perspective on it i remember like Growing up in middle school, I was I was a lot shorter back then. So height is something that like, especially, and I don't. Th- this might also be a thing for females, but I think especially for males, height is hard because it's like a dominance thing. For sure. Um, and so I remember like growing up in middle school, I was I was definitely like below average when it came to height. That was something that bugged me. I was also very very skinny. And it's because I was playing so many sports. I had a very fast metabolism. And I think a lot of people probably look at that and they're like, well, like, you know, that's the ideal thing for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think it's it comes back to like you always want what you don't have. And I think that's something that I've learned over the years. It's like, okay, I, I don't really have a choice with this one. Yeah. So I just got to learn to embrace it. And I think there's a difference between like, okay, this is how I want to look working towards that. I think that's great. I think like, I think at no point do you reach, like, the quote-unquote perfect status when it comes to, like, body image. So I think there you should always be working to maintain. Like, I think yeah. taking care of your body is super important. For sure. And I think your image is super important. As long as you still love yourself, you still love what you're doing. But I think it's important to take care of yourself because you actually feel a lot better overall, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I can definitely speak to this as well because I got bullied, like, in middle school a good bit for my height, um, which was something that I really struggled with. And then, obviously, growing up, through to high school it got a little bit worse because yeah. high school is more brutal yeah um but now realizing when i made the realization i talked about this in uh episode recently uh, i was a different type of way though when i realized that i should be focusing on my body image for myself instead of how i think other people look at me changes everything well and i think you have a great example of that with your 75 hard i don't know if you yeah. shared the whole story but you know like from the outside i'll give my perspective like Josh can't change his height, right? But what he did take into control is the other parts of his body. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, I want to lose weight. Great. You went and you took control of that situation and you did it. So I think you should I think you should share that. That's yeah, great. so I I was at the heaviest I had been. Um, and I didn't really see how much weight I had to lose until I lost it. Mm. Um, and that's what other people told me. People didn't realize that I had weight to lose until it was gone. Yeah. Um, I was at like 170 pounds, which for my height, that's... That's pretty heavy for ha- yeah. like compared to how I used to be. Um, and then I started 75 hard and over 30 days, I lost just over 16 pounds. And the crazy part is like sometimes people are like, oh, I lost that. Like you, like you can see like your whole face shape. Has face changed. shape like, changed. Crazy. Um, and I've been able to maintain that weight loss as well, which I haven't gone lower. I've been able to just hold and this you weight, stay around that. which is where I want to stay, which has been good. Um, and it's it's changed how. I see myself in pictures like I can look at a picture of myself yeah. and not hate it. Yeah. Because I I can sense I can see a real sense of improvement. Yeah, it's crazy. Um like it doesn't even have to be a big change. You don't have to immediately love yourself. But as soon as you see improvement in something that you want to change, that's that's the key to starting. Was there a point in like the first 30 days where like you went from like I don't know if this is working to like I got to get this. Like this is just now you have like pure motivation because like you saw progress. Was that something that happened? I didn't see progress until my sister hadn't seen me since I started and said that I'd lost weight. Yeah, sometimes hard when you see yourself like every day. Exactly. Like I was taking pictures every day. I was looking every day and I couldn't necessarily see a difference. I felt better. Like I felt more physically fit and in shape. But um, I was in line at Trader Joe's where my sister works and she says, oh, you've lost weight. And I said, really? Um, and I, I didn't, didn't really realize until yeah. she said that. 
That's it. That's yeah. It's crazy. I think in like a great example, by, like you just took control of the situation. You took control of what you could handle. Exactly. You can't handle like you can't handle your height. There's nothing you can actually do about that. But then you took control of other parts. So I think when it comes to the body image part, is it's like if there's a part of it that you can take control of and that it's healthy for you to take control of, take control of the situation. You're the one in power. Yeah. All right. Now we'll talk about the life aesthetic. I think this one's interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever heard it like put like that, but I understand what they're saying. I think a good example of this is like the other day I was in I was in the car with two of our friends. One of them is our um, is our video guy, and I don't know how the conversation the conversation came up, but that's irrelevant. And I was and one of them said they were talking about something about like how my lifestyle is displayed on social media, and I was like, okay, like I didn't like I, I understand what you're saying, but I didn't really take control. Like I didn't really understand what they were saying. And they're like, yeah, like you post like and it looks like you have the perfect life, you know, you have the perfect things. And I was like, okay, that's very interesting. It's like, I don't think about it like that. And then it makes you think like anyone else who posts, like, you think about like then celebrities. You're like, oh, it's nowhere near perfect. For sure. But then people, like people, here's something I've like really realized. Like people share what they want other people to know. And it sounds, okay, you're like, yeah, it sounds very simple, of course. Like it makes sense. People share yeah. what they want other people to know. But also that like when you really, really think about that, it's like people also do what people want to do. Like, even, you know when someone's talking to you and they're like, I don't know what a good example of this is. It's like, they're like, oh, I want to, like, I want to start being kinder and I want to start um, doing, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what a good example is. But then it, you hear them say that, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, say they want to start being kinder and they want to start. Um, charity. Charity. Yeah, yeah. That's a great example. And then you talk to them a month later and they, still, they tell you they still want to do that. Well, what does that make you think? They're, they don't actually want to do that. They like yeah. talking about they it. They want people to think they want to do that. People do what people want to do. Yeah. If I want to go out and I want to start being kinder to people, if I really want that, I will start doing that. Yeah. But most people, they like to talk about it and they don't like to do it. Anyways, I'll bring this back to what we were talking about. And I was thinking, I was like, okay. And I think the reason why like my life is like displayed like that is because I don't want to go. Uh, first of all, not everyone in my life is going to know everything that's going on in my life. That's yeah. just a very clear one. I think that's also you just protecting yourself, right? I'm not going to go on social media and start talking about my life problems, right? Yeah. But then what that also leads is it lo makes it look like that I have the life with no problems. And so it's something I've just been thinking about. I'm like, not everyone gets to know that part of me. That's yeah. something that I think you should keep protecting. I think that's something that not everyone gets to know, right? That's like protecting yourself. If I were to just go out on social media and be like, hey, this is what I'm really struggling with. What good does that do except people know more? I don't need people to know more. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a difference between transparency and privacy. Like, yeah. you can be as transparent as you want on the internet, but still maintain privacy. Yeah. People will be like, oh, why aren't you being fully honest? You can be as honest as you want to be. It just depends what you want to hide. Like, it's, it's your choice whether or not to hide what you do on social media. Like me, I post twice yeah, a year, if even that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a social media guy. I don't really post much. Um, but when I post, it's something that is something that I really feel strongly about. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, it's some people will post only the highlights, which is good because that's what they want to share. They're not going to necessarily post right. all of well, everything I think that's it's wrong. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even see it. I, I maybe, yeah, I don't see it as hiding. I see it more as like, how do? And okay, this can be taken two different ways. I'll say it first, and then I'll explain it. How do I want to per be perceived on social media, right? Yeah. If Okay, say on Juvie, we were to only talk about negative things. Then we're perceived in a negative light when people listen to us. People, like, people, um, what's the word? Like, when you're watching something, you perceive it. But what's the word for that? Like, people, um, maybe perceive is the yeah. right word. It's not, it's not the exact word I'm looking for. But people perceive what you display. Yeah. 
So if I just go and I display negative things, people are going to perceive me as a negative person. For sure. That's how I like to look at it. Maybe that's just like how I think about it. But I'm like, I'm not going to – and I think I don't want like – I don't know. I don't want it to look like I have the perfect life, but I'm also not going to go – I don't feel that I have the need to go and share what's going on wrong in my life. For sure. I don't – n- I, I share it with people that I feel like, first of all, we're at that trust level. I don't know. I have hundreds of people watching me. I don't need people to know those things. Like yeah. That's a privacy thing, you know? Exactly. And I've, I've got a decent example of this, and I'm not going to speak much on it because it's not my business. But um, we have a friend. I'll keep his name out of it. Yeah. Um, he's perceived as one of the most positive people that anybody has met. He's a very positive guy. Everybody loves him. Um, but he told me recently that last year when he was at, like, the height of everybody thinking he was the most positive is when he was at his lowest. Yeah. But because of what he chose to pers- – chose to give to people yeah uh, that's how he was perceived yeah um and that is what helped him be able to stay sane i guess because he was like people still think that i'm a good person that's interesting well i don't i think it's just like at some point you have to protect your own peace like at some point you can't just give everything away to everyone for sure yeah i think when people when you learn to say no i think you start to protect your peace a lot more as soon as I can, as soon as someone asks me for something and I'm confident enough to be like, no, I actually can't do that, or no, like I, that's not what I need to do right now. Yeah, you're in a way more powerful position. So bring it back to like life aesthetic. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Like I don't have. I don't know that I have advice on this. Yeah, I feel like with life aesthetic, it's trying to figure out what your life looks like. the The only way to get what you want is by making it happen. So like, if you want your life to look a certain way, work for it to be that way. Do yeah. what you can to make it look how you want it to. I also think, like, I'm so vulnerable and I'm so open on the show. Obviously not about everything, but a lot of it. That, like, I don't then go into my personal stuff. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to go into my personal account. And, then, like, I talk about it all in here. Like, people can peop- – if you guys – like, and I want I want this to actually be very clear before we move on. is like, how me and Josh talk on here and what we talk about is not us hiding anything. Yeah. It's like we are very – this. we're probably the most honest here than we are on any other social medias or, like, any other personal account. Yeah. Now, again, I will repeat that there is stuff that we keep private for private reasons. Yeah. It's – we're protecting our own peace and our own, like, stuff that we're dealing with. I don't think it would be healthy if we were to come on here and share that with you guys. You know? Yeah, like, we're not going to give you our address so you can send us a letters. Like, it's, it's right. there's a difference between being but not only that, open like and being stuff private. Stuff that we're going on, like, yeah. day to day, we're not going to just come and share. Like, that's just not... Yeah. Because you guys don't want to hear about it. You might, well, but we but <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. People love knowing other people's business. True. All right, next one. I think this is a great one. Um, peer pressure. Yeah. We kind of covered this on the other episode, but we can directly cover it here. Um, okay. So that we'll start it off like this. When is the last situation you felt you were peer pressured in? It's a good question. Um, it's been a little while because I've been really trying to take down my peer pressure. Yeah. Intake like I used to struggle with um, but like even FOMO like really bad. Like you said now. Yeah. Oh yeah, my um one of my coworkers tried to get me to um break my sugar f- my sugar diet um by eating an ice cream cone at work. Was and it I was like a coworker that we had on the show? It, yeah, it <laughs> definitely was. Well, we're not gonna repeat any names, Bob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he he's tried to peer pressure me to do a lot of stuff at work. He tried to get me to drink um a sip of cleaner. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> he um, <laughs> he handed me a drink. He's like, "Try this." I was like, "No, there's gonna be sugar in that." And he's like, "No, there's not." And he, I was like, "Promise?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I sniffed it, and it was just 
a tiny bit of espresso, the rest was chocolate. Oh my gosh, bro, dude, dog, what the heck? And now, but now he's doing sugar. He's doing seventy-five hard as well. Even so, he's he's now not. That's awesome. Okay, well, is there any more serious scenarios, or is that kind of it? Recently, I think that's kind of. I can't think of anything that comes to mind. Frick, no, I I was just asking only questions, and now I need to think of this something recently. Um, okay, I, this one isn't recently, but I'll just talk about it because it's probably be more like more relative to what she's asking. There's been a few different times where I'm in like scenarios where people like and this is usually like over the summer when I'm traveling and stuff I'll be in scenarios where there's people that live very different lifestyles than me um who are drinking not even really doing drugs but mostly just drinking and there's it's available right it's yeah. like I have the opportunity to I'll be asked about it I'll be like hey do you want this do you want that and I think every single time I'll just be very very honest every single time it crosses my mind of like you know it's just like once it's just yeah. like oh like no one's gonna know. Like I yeah. don't know. It's just one time thing, um, and then every time I say no, the next day I'm like, "You made the right decision there." Like I, every single time, I'm like, "Okay, that was that was the right call." Yeah. Um, because you can see other people suffering on what they chose to do instead of. And I think I also like I put it in a perspective of like how different our lives are in general. Like yeah. when you pull it out of this moment and you pull it out to more broad scale, do I want to be living their lifestyle? And of course, one decision may made me make make or break may actually lead me on a different road, but. Also, it could not. So we're taking it in a very, like, serious, more, like, overall context. But it's, like, I kind of I kind of try to pull it out. I'm, like, do I – these are decisions that they're making. Do I want to be like them? Yeah. That's how I like to put it. So when you're in a peer pressure situation and say it's your friends, relatives, people, a stranger, whatever, I always – the first decision is, like, do I want to make – do I want to be this person, first of all? Second of all, do I want to make decisions like them? Yeah. If one of those or both of those is a no, that should be a clear answer to you that it should be a no. Also, another good option to have in that in that set of answers you want to answer: Are you gonna get hurt? Yeah. Are you gonna regret this? Yeah. Could this hurt somebody else? If any of those are, if if any of those check the box, just try not to. Try your best to avoid those situations. And the thing is, is like, and peer pressure is hard. We're not we're talking about it here, like, because we're not in the necessarily. Yeah. We're not in your situation. I don't know what your situation is. But it's hard. It's something that a lot of people struggle. It's like you're not alone in there. Yeah. Um, it's it's the hardest to be the one instead of the group. Like it's easy to be the group. But you're gonna be really so hard to be the one. You're gonna be so much more respected when you stand out. Yeah. It might and not feel like that in the moment. You might get bullied a little bit, but it's so worth it, dude. Seriously, because peer pressure can be so dangerous. Yeah. Like it can be so dangerous. Um. Yeah. Try and stay clear. Obviously, it's not. It's easier said than done. Hundred percent. But if you can, if you can try your best to avoid getting peer pressure into something that might hurt you, might cause harm to somebody else, just try your best to avoid those situations. Right. This one may be the most serious one, so I want to prepare everyone for this. Yeah. Um. So one of our listeners has been struggling with too many hoes. Yeah, Dad, that's a, that's a really hard. This one. That's I've a been, tough one. No, I've been thinking about this one all day, and yeah. I, it's something I've struggled with as well. So okay, it, yeah, like, it's. Me personally, it's I've just stuck with the one host, so I can't really speak on this. But I'll let you go ahead. It's and take really this close one. to home, so I just want to take a moment. A moment to, I just want to say for anyone that's struggling with this one, I'm. I feel for you in this moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, even if you're struggling with five to seven, like I feel like really it hits home. You know, it, it's yeah. hard. It's a lot of pressure. Um. Because if they, because you you've got like twenty thirty, so it's yeah. kind of harder to manage. But with like five to seven, it's still kind of a lot. I, I did bring in a PA for the situation, so yeah. it's a little bit more manageable. You now, now got someone who like I screens the requests and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's and the thing is, it's like it's not something that everyone. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's the stupidest segment I've ever heard. It's just, uh, it's, you know, not everyone struggles with this one. For, so for all, for everyone out there that does, keep doing you. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I got advice on this one. I'm still struggling with it. Still struggling. You can't, it's like, yeah. And then the the same guy sent another really serious one. Yeah, um, this one we need to probably take my, just take a moment for this one. Yeah, I actually it kind of hurts reading this one because I feel his it's pain. And the thing is, it's personal to him. So yeah, it's like it we won't read out any names here. Um, Ben Ellis zero three zero said having a hard time losing at pickleball. I mean, yeah, I won't be able to speak on this one. So, <laughs> so yeah, we we play pickleball. Sucks to lose. Uh, it's great to win. Um, know the feeling. Yeah. Dude, I'm playing my first tournament this weekend with Ben Nellis 030. Yeah. Uh, you guys, it'll be way pa- past, but I'll definitely let you guys know. For You'll sure. see some story updates for um, sure. Wow. I mean, I'm still stuck on the Too Many Hoes ones, but we'll, I move know. On. we'll move on. Okay. This is a great one. This is sent in from another close friend. This one we will not be exposing. I was about to screw it up. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Scrolling on TikTok for hours to the point it screws up my schedule for the day. I also struggle with this one. Yeah. So I, I will give some advice, but it's advice that I'm probably not following myself. Yeah, but for sure. My advice you've also heard before. But Josh, you speak on this one first. Yeah, I I definitely agree with Brock McSell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> definitely agree. Um, it's tough. Like this morning I was in bed and I was like, I have to leave in thirty five minutes, which means I have to get up, shower and everything really quick. But it's like, like five minutes. Just scroll. one more. Yeah. Scroll. Mm, just one more. And then I was like, I have to leave in 20 minutes. It's like a dope. Gotta get up. Bro. It's just, it's fun. Dude, I realize we're, we're freaking locking the bossy boys. Right I now. know. Double bossy boys. Double Can bossy we get that on the wide right now? Hey, we were talking about Brock and we're wearing Boston's. Check it out. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> okay. So how did you get off? Uh, I was like, damn, I'm going to be late. So okay. I, I got up. Do you have your screen time still turned off? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll check it off. I'm gonna see. Let's, so I can be like as most transparent as I can with you guys. I'm gonna tell you guys my average screen time on TikTok. Yeah, screen time was hurting my feelings, so I turned it off. Yeah, that's pretty bad, Josh. That's not healthy for you. Um, wait, wait. Oh my lord. What? <laughs> Expose it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Expose it. I need to see if this is consistent. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You have to. You have to. Wait. I got absolutely grilled for exposing mine last time, so you got to do no, it. No, I'm time. trying to figure. Out his, it, this is each day or each week. Daily average, most views. <laughs> you got to say it. Hold on. Yeah, we're gonna close with night screen time. That's a. It's not as much as you, but it's a lot of time. Okay, my average screen time for the past week has only been six hours twenty five minutes. That's really good for me. Yeah, probably because I've been on my computer. <laughs> Try to guess my average TikTok. Two hours thirty minutes. Four hours forty minutes. No, 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 less, less, less. Less than two hours. Yeah. An hour fifty five. Hour forty. That's just a lot of time. Like, yeah. That's a lot. When you think about it, that's a lot of time. I know you probably do way more than that. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> okay, you've been off for a little while. I've been, I've been, I've definitely been keeping mind of it. My screen time spikes though because I'm like, 
we're, me and Ali will fall asleep on the phone. Yeah, that's... And then it will just get nine hours of screen time. Yeah, that brings us back to the struggling with the hose. Like, your screen time's yeah. up just because you've been on FaceTime. Exactly. So if you've got 24 hours of screen time a day, that just means you're just constantly Hose. pimping, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, yeah, I just don't... I mean, for all my soldiers out there, keep your head up, guys. We're going to get through this one together. Um, Wait, is Hot Boy Summer when, like, you're not with girls? No, I think it's when you're, like... Is it? Something? For all my hot boy summers out there, guys, keep killing it. I thought hot boy summer was like... You're pimping? Yeah. Dude, I think you're like, you're not. Dude, for all my females out there, have a safe hot girl summer. Um, you guys, we freaking turned into pussies. We did. And we'll keep doing these because this is fun. I feel absolutely brain dead from all the recordings we've been doing. I know. I feel like I'm like, I don't, I don't even... Hey, we've got a nine-week break. Dude, we're about to come back with some absolute heaters. And you guys, the, the amount of episodes we're going to have ready when we come back is going to be absolutely beautiful. Absolutely You're going to You guys, frick, what's our last message for them? Nine weeks until we talk to them again. We'll make sure this is the last released episode. Yeah, I mean, once this comes out, you will only have six days, six more days until you'll see us but next time. So a message for them. We won't see them for nine weeks. Guys. A message for you guys. We love you. We won't be able to talk directly to you guys for a while. Except IG for stories. Follow us on Instagram. Go follow us right now. Thank you. Uh, travel updates will be coming. Yeah. Uh, pickleball tournament. You'll have already seen by now. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you love this episode. Uh, if you want us to do more uh, therapist episodes, we would love to. So much fun. Hey, bring on our friends. We'll talk about everyone's problems. Yeah, we can bring back Ben Ellis, 030, and si- think if he's still struggling with his too many hoes. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, we can, we can leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys. Thanks Hold on, so much I have my episode. message to My bad. I love you guys. Uh, you guys are so awesome. <laughs> guys are so beautiful all of you beautiful faces out there um you guys keep being awesome and keep hitting the gritty tbh keep hitting the dads keep whipping on those hoes hey i've still got the best gritty in in juvie so can you uh, as i wrap up this episode can you just do it off set like on your way out you guys thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the juvie podcast ask josh gritties we love you guys oh where are you going oh you're doing it behind oh freak okay you guys, keep hitting the gritty. Keep being awesome. Keep dabbing on them haters. Josh, that's a wrap. Come put it on the mic. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.